Mima was a pop star. This is Mima's last performance with Cham. Who desired to become an actress. I really hope that I can entertain you just the same as an actress. But sometimes, aspirations can be deadly. Open. Oh, I was supposed to crack it? <laughs> you're the worst. Carol, you know you're going to drink another beer. Oh, no, that's the opening. Hi, I'm Drunk Chris. That's Chad. Of course, you fucking ruined the intro, you piece of and shit. And I, I made Chad watch an anime movie. Man, holy shit, this movie was fucked up. <laughs> it's almost like every time I recommend a movie, drop whatever you're doing and fucking watch it. Because there's no reason I would... I wouldn't tell you to watch a shitty movie called, like, Willy's World or whatever. No. Hey, I, I want to watch Willy's Wonderland, all right? I don't want to watch that at all. I made you... The channel's called Fanboy and the Snob. I'm okay. the one piece of bitch. <laughs> I made Chad watch the 1999 anime movie by Madhouse Studios called Perfect Blue. Yay. It's about being famous, I guess. It's about a pop star in a trio group in Japan trying she's to a Japanese, an she's, a, she's a Japanese idol in a not so famous pop band. Like she's like a touring Japanese idol. Like she attracts a crowd, but it's 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 not much. And she decides to retire her pop idol persona to pursue acting and then crazy shit <laughs> crazy shit starts this is my like third time watching this movie and i gotta say the twist was super fucking obvious this time around but only because i i knew the end they do such a good job at setting the the fucking it's not even a red herring because you are right to fear that guy, you know? <laughs> oh, it was such a good movie. We'll Sorry. Get to, we'll get to the ending of showing like who the actual protagonist was. This is antagonist, retard. Antagonist. This is one of those uh, movies where I like it so much, so I tend to ramble. So it's going to be one of those videos. <laughs> Oh. Pretty much, the movie opens up, and she's after like the whole opening with like the Power Rangers stuff. They show her like doing like her last performance and everything. What's and, the band called? God, I can't dude, it's an awesome name. What is it? It's called Cham. C H A M. Cham. <laughs> it's such a weird name. I love it though. Cham. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but like the 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 pop idol music, like the opening, how they're singing that song, I kind of found myself being like, yeah, <laughs> I can see myself as like, one of those guys in the crowd. That's why all the K-pop people are all popular? It's catchy, weird little. It's so fucking catchy. Like, there's no depth whatsoever. It's oh my god, I meant to keep. I meant to 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 use my I had a notebook and a pen set up and I was going to write down the lyrics of all the songs that they played in the movie because the I love Japanese lyrics cuz they're always like like very straight to the point but it's always a pretty girl singing it in like a bouncy way so it's fucking funny <laughs> This movie does a crazy job cuz like 
most of the time when you're watching this, you never know like what's real when it when it gets to a certain point when she starts. The last half hour of the movie, they lean really hard into the schizophrenia bullshit, yeah. where you can't tell if she's on set or if she's in her house or if she's on stage again or like what the fuck is in they. Uh, the fact that the act of the character she's playing in the drama is a character with multiple personalities and then she starts thinking she has multiple personalities and she can't tell what's real anymore. Uh, yeah, it's like pretty much she goes from being like the kid friendly pop star. She's a Japanese and, idol. So they got to be her, a virgin. They got to be pretty. Her first role on a TV show is her pretty much getting raped on screen. No, that wasn't her first role. Well, the first role, it's the same nope. TV show. It's the same show. No, it's not. It's a different show. I thought it was the same detective show. Oh, no. Maybe it's the same line side. But anyway. The first scene, she had one line, and they were like, we need to get her more screen time. What was her her one line? Who Who are are you? you? And the way they played that really cool is because the, what's her name? Uh, Rumi, who's her agent, she gets her a computer, and this this is set in 97, so you got to think about the time. I love the fact that the character doesn't know what the internet is. <laughs> like, there was a time. Do you remember 1999 when people were just hipping to the internet and computers? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was such a fucking comforting feeling to see a character just be like, I don't know what the fuck email is. I was like, yeah, I miss those days, man. But the cool thing about this is, like, she finds out about the website about her. Um, Mim- Mimi's room. Mima's room. Mimi's room, yeah. And supposedly it's her writing it. And she has no idea how this person is getting all this like personal information about her day-to-day life going it's, on. It's to the point of where, like, today I stepped off the train left foot first, and I knew that would be bad luck. And it's like, how did you know that? Like, how did the person writing this blog know she stepped off the train left foot first? So if somebody has, like, an insecurity complex in general about, like, stuff having this being like how's this happening who are you why is this going on am i writing this just from yeah. the freak of that just like fucking and she she starts to not know if she's the real uh me it's like me mia or something like that it's me me it's like m-i-a-m-a right no i think it's just m-i-m-a-m-i-m-a mima mm. anyway she starts to not be able to like because she she goes she starts to disassociate and um the blog starts to seem more like her real life than her real life so like she winds up just reading the blog and being like oh i guess i went to the market today because she's not she's like losing her mind that's oh, so crazy good. thing like it, i don't know if she's getting drugged with all this because isn't there a scene like she puts like an alka-seltzer thing in the water yeah but yeah, but every you've but, never used Alka Seltzer. Yeah, but who gave it to her? Like, who could uh, be Rumi? Maybe, maybe there was that. I think. I feel like there was some like she was getting drugged, so she'd like pass out in random places and wake up and be like, she has like, she hears all the stuff going on, so she thinks she done she's done all the stuff. No, it wasn't like that. Because there's scenes where like, we'll get into like, the murder scenes soon, but. Well, all it took was all right. So she's trans. Uh, she gets the weird facts that says traitor, traitor, traitor. Yeah. Th- then she learns about the website. Then she is on set 
and her agent, the mail bomb goes off in his face, remember? Yeah. And then the note says the next one will be real. That's when she starts to freak the fuck out and she starts seeing that creepy guy all over the place. And then she starts hallucinating that her, like, what, what was it? Where she's like, she's like looking at her dead fish or whatever. And then that's when the, 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 the Cham personality appears in the reflection and starts talking to her being like, you know, you're a pop star. What the fuck are you doing? You know, like you're an idiot. You know, you don't like this. Yeah. The dead, the fish was weird too. Cause like they were dead there. Then she popped out of it and she just sees the fish floating there again. But there's parts of the movie where she looks like she's missing days. Yeah. So I feel like whatever, we'll just talk about, how the end spoilers of the yeah fuck it we're, we're okay Dude, that was one of the ways you could tell which apartment she was in yeah was the fish and the poster that's yeah. what gave it away and those are like little subtle things that like you don't realize until the end of the movie dude this movie was brutal with the stabbing oh god like i was physically wincing like ah yeah. well let's talk about the rape scene the rape scene was fucking hot. <laughs> Did you notice the outfit she's wearing is just like a super slutty version of her pop star outfit too? Yeah. And I watched a video. I know you don't want me watching videos before we look, but they talked about how the color red is used in this video, this movie. Oh, amateur hour. Yeah. Well, every time something crazy with her head would start to happen, mm-hmm. red would pop up in the background and all that. Whoa, dude, someone took an online film school course. Yeah, dude, just like uh, just like um, Sixth Sense. Anytime you see the color red, a ghost is about to appear. <laughs> it's something fucking directors do. Like fucking, ooh, that's not like a hot take. <clears throat> but hold on, there was the scene. I like the weird part about the rape scene is like, it seems like it's so real. Then all of a sudden, the director's like, cut, and the camera just like pans back a little bit. Yeah. The whole film crew and the guy's just like kind of sitting on top. And he's like, he's like, I'm I'm sorry. And she's like, it's okay. And they have to like do the rape scene over again. Yeah. Like that I just like showing how like hard it would be to be in it. That's the main scene showing how hard it would be to be an actress and like a scene like that. Now this is what I don't understand about Japanese celebrity. Why did she go from being a pop star to a bit act, uh, a bit character to posing nude and pornography? Well, the thing about... Why did she do porn? I don't get where that came from. I don't know if it's just like the style Japan has. I think that's just Japanese. I guess that's just Japanese Japanese culture. culture Where like, especially back in the day, maybe. Maybe, but but like my brain... Like you're trying to establish yourself as a legitimate actress and then you go take nudes. I guess that's one way to get away from like the fappening or whatever. Like, look, my nudes are already out there. I think what the guy, because she had the two agents, she had the roomie and then she had the other guy. The other guy turns out had her best interest in mind the whole fucking time. Yeah, we'll get to that in a sec. But I feel like the way they were doing that is he... They got her to the show, and then they were trying to get publicity and everything to get her name out there. The show. So why do porn? No, but they were trying to get her away from that kid pop star icon thing 
can show that she's an adult. So take like half nude photos. Don't take fucking she was showing puss and shit, you know? I was surprised when I was watching. I'm like, holy shit, they're actually like Yeah, they went this movie does graphic violence really, really well and graphic nudity really this is like right before anime switched to same face. And in fact, they make fun of it in the manga store. Remember that really shitty anime drawing compared to all the good like faces, like everyone looked unique and stuff. That's another thing. Her face looks so different when they have like the pop star outfit opposed to like the actress face. Cause she was wearing makeup. Yeah, even I, with I hair didn't and- like how some characters were fish eyed. The Rumi was definitely... Rumi was fish-eyed, the creep was fish-eyed, but I think they were doing that on purpose to show that they were unsettled. Yeah. Now let's talk about the... What, what was his name? Me-mania? He was called? Oh yeah, Me-mania. So, pretty much... He's an incel. Yeah, he's just like a super obsessed fan. He's the guy who shot John Lennon. <laughs> Yeah, he's the guy who shot John Lennon. Yeah, so pretty much he's getting fed this information from the real Mimi. Now, see, I thought he was actually running the website himself and would type on the computer and and pretend to be having a conversation with her while he's typing. That's what I thought was happening. Of what I got, I think he was, he had the website to begin with. And I think he started getting these emails from the fake Mimi. From No, he was getting emails from fans and responding as Mimi. Was he? Yeah. Because he was running the website initially. Yeah, but then he started getting like the messages from Mimi saying, this is what I was doing and everything. And he, No, he, those were blog posts from Mimi on the website saying like, they forced me to do this. Help, 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 help. So which means he wrote those. I no, think... No. I think he was he was having a conversation with himself by typing on the website. Because remember, he would read the words and he would say them. No, I know, but he was getting the information from... No, but he was typing while he was reading and saying them. So I think that's what was going on. I think it was two separate crazy people obsessed with her. Uh, I yes, don't know. I... Because... The fake Mimi was telling him, I'm the real Mimi. You need to go kill the fake Mimi. And he said that she, he was being told by Mimi that he needs to kill Right. Mimi. But he was the one typing on the website is what I'm saying. He was the one writing the blog post. He was writing blog posts to himself because he was Mr. Mimi. And Mimi was replying to him off Mimi's room, which he runs. He runs Mimi's room. He types on Mimi's room. So if Mimi's room is reading his emails, it means he's emailing his own website, typing a response back, reading the response, and thinking it was a totally different person. I think that's some of it, but I still think he's No, that's what it is. He was just a fucking schizoid, fucking obsessed loser, you know? I think he was manipulated. Attempted rape and all that stuff had nothing to do with Rumi's plan, I think, because Rumi wanted to make her a pop star again. Why would he try and why would she try and have her murdered? Well, she wanted Mimi to be murdered because she thought she was the imposter. She Mimi in her head was no, that wasn't until she had the realization that she was in the wrong apartment that Rumi snapped. 
Up until then, Rumi was trying to manipulate her. Remember, she kept saying, she's a pop star. She's a pop star. She's a pop star. Over and over and over. She was trying to get her. About this movie, you don't know how many times Rumi was actually wearing the outfit in front of Mimi and Mimi thinking that was her reflection or something. Nah, I don't think that came until the end. I don't know. Because there's a lot of. Because she was like jumping on fucking lights and like going through walls. Even the chase scene, you're seeing her jump on lights. Then when they get to the reflection of the windows, you see. Rooming her running full speed yeah but she was i don't know i, I think still it's a, think, i still think rumi was influencing him a little bit sending him the emails but you need to kill her you need to get her out of here maybe but either way the fuck like i don't get like the scene where she kills the first guy that dies is the Agent. The writer. Is it the writer? It's the script writer. He gets his ad eyes. Oh, yeah. Out. But is that the one where she sees herself killing the guy? No, that's the photographer. Now, that seems weird because that happens, but then she's on set committing a murder in the actual yeah. show. So I feel like she hears that the guy got killed and she's doing it on screen. No, so- she remembers doing it rehearsing it and and acting it right but she's already starting to disassociate then she sees the news story about the guy getting murdered and she goes wait a minute did i kill a man on set or did i kill a man in real life and then she finds the bloody clothes because she's in Rumi's apartment not hers and she's like wait so i did kill a guy you know like it's that's pretty why, good. That's why I definitely either think she suffers from serious blackouts or she's getting drugged by well, you get a, The main thing about this, did you notice how they they focus super heavy on what the fans were saying about her? Yeah. Like there was just a lot of common people being like, I don't think she's that good or oh, she's the greatest thing ever. You know, it's supposed to show you how like, and I hate to, this sounds like I'm, you know, sucking celebrities off, but it's like when you're that fucking famous and everybody's staring at you at all times, it starts to fuck with your head. And like some people can handle it and some people can't. Yeah, I don't know how I would handle that kind of fame, especially when you leave your main trade and go try to do something else. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, anytime a, a musician tries to become an actor, you're like, oh, that's stupid. Like, imagine, like, you wonder why Miley Cyrus went fucking crazy. Yeah, Britney being, Spears is a perfect example. Yeah. Well, Britney Spears, luckily, just got out of her father. Yeah, I heard about her. that. Thank God. But anyway. Do you think in, like, 100 years there's going to be an anime about Britney Spears? Super fabricated, like, dramatic. <laughs> it's going to be, like, Ninja like a buddy cut or a buddy road trip movie of her and Miley Cyrus at their breaking points. <laughs> the head shaving scene is gonna win someone an Oscar. Will fucking be Natalie Portman probably. Anyway, back to Perfect Blue. <laughs> um, I thought the music, like not just the idol stuff, but like the weird music in the movie was super good. Whoever did the score. Well, the best thing about it is it put you in like the mood of what this it was, game was supposed to be putting it. It was really tense. Like, yeah, it was a very uncomfortable movie, especially it just got kind of like more intense throughout the movie goes on, and 
like you said, the last half hour just kind of they just throw everything at you. They, yeah, and you're just like, wait, 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 and you start to figure you, you like when she hits the guy in the head with the hammer, and then his body's not there, and you're like, yeah. wait, hold on, and but then his body is there, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold up, and then fucking stabbing someone with an umbrella is brutal as shit. Yeah, she got the shit beat out of her and everything. She gets stabbed in the shoulder. Dude, remember when she was hanging and she went to stab her and she had to, like, drop her hand? Yeah. But, Dude, remember the guy grabbing the phone and then getting the fucking screwdriver uh, through the fucking hand? Yeah, this movie was brutal. Oh, it was so brutal. It was by the guys who did Ninja Scrolls, so of course it's going to be fucking brutal. But going back to, like, the pornography scene, fucking... Rumi just fucking murders the shit out of him. She stabs him in the eyes, but then she stabs him in the dick. She stabs him in the eye first, then in the gut, then in the dick. And then he's Why leaning against... Stabbed in the hand, right? Yeah, this is the guy who gets stabbed in the hand. that he's writing the film. No, this was the photographer. The guy that got... I'm talking about the writer got stabbed in the hand. I'm trying to make a thing. The writer got stabbed in the hand. Of what I no, he didn't. Who got stabbed in the hand? The photographer. I thought he got stabbed in the dick. He got stabbed like fucking a hundred times. Remember, she's on top of him, just stabbing him over and over. All right, so this is how the the writer's kill went. He's in the parking garage and hears Cham playing. He's like, the fuck is that? So he goes over to the elevator and he presses the button for the elevator to come down and the music's still playing and he yells something like, shut that garbage off. And like the music stops for a second and he's like, all right. And then the music starts playing again, and he's like, what the fuck? And then the elevator doors open up, and it's a, a, a boombox. Yeah, a boombox blasting Cham, and he's just like looking at it. And then it cuts to him oh, dead in the elevator. Yeah. yeah, with his eyes poked out. And then the other guy uh, orders pizza. Oh my God, what was the name of the pizza company? I love the way Japanese people name their companies. Big Boss Pizza. Wouldn't, wouldn't you order from Big Boss Pizza? <laughs> I would order every fucking night. Um, yeah, so he orders the pizza and he's like, you're weird for a pizza delivery person. And he like, she like drops the pizza and he's like, what oh, the fuck? Yeah. So he leans down to get the pizza and she just stabs him in the fucking eye. And he just kind of stops for a second and then he gets stabbed in the stomach and in the balls and he runs over and he shuts the glass door and she stabs him in the back through the glass door and he drops to his knees and he starts to crawl and he grabs the phone and she stabs him in the hand and then she flips him over and just stabs him in the chest like a hundred times. It's so over the top and he's screaming the whole time and there's blood spraying on the wall with Mima's photo uh, picture, right? Oh, it's so good. You know what's funny about this movie, too? You know, Darren Aaron, well, how do you say his last name? The guy who did Requiem for a Dream. Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. <clears throat> he actually bought the rights, the American rights this movie. So, you know the scene when she's in the bathtub crying and stuff? They used that picture-perfect scene in Requiem yeah. for a Dream. I thought that was really cool. And I it's guess probably, like, he probably tried to do the scene, and the guy who wrote Perfect Blue was like, bitch, pay me. Come on. <laughs> That's why people are saying that fucking uh, Black Swan is a ripoff of this movie. Oh, Black Swan is 100% a ripoff of this movie. Do you think they could do a live-action version of this movie? Well, it was supposed to be a live-action movie. You know yeah, that, the, right? Yeah, the budget and everything. So they he hired like a really cheap animation studio. And it happened to be Madhouse, who made Ninja Scroll yeah. and all these other fuck. They made Redline. 
They're fucking gods at animation. Wasn't Redline one guy too? Redline was not animated by one guy, but it took seven years to animate because they did it by hand. That's a movie we're going to talk about soon. Yeah, we got to talk about Redline. Redline is so fucking good. But the way this movie, like, you can watch this movie like a bunch of times and you're still going to have questions about it. Like we were getting in the so art. I gotta say, my third watch, I'm good. Like, it took three watch. The first watch was me going, "Holy shit, what?" Second watch was me paying attention to the murderer. Third watch was me paying attention to the movie, knowing who the murderer was in mind. And I gotta say, this movie is fucking written really goddamn well because there's no loose ends. Everything is explained. Everything happens for a reason. I am glad I watched the subtitle version too, because it actually makes you like pay attention to everything going. Oh yeah, you got to watch it subbed. Yeah, I couldn't even find a dub version. Like, yeah, I bought this on Amazon. Okay, I rented um, Snowpiercer last night for four ninety nine in HD off Amazon Prime. Damn. And I was like, eh, it's worth it. You know, it's a it's a bad movie, but I like it. I rented Perfect Blue off Amazon for 299. Yeah. And this movie is fucking amazing. It should be like 1099 to rent straight up. Well, Snowpiercer is more expensive cuz they have the TV show and people are like, "Oh." Yeah. I know, but Snowpiercer fucking sucks compared to Perfect Blue. But overall, All right, Chad. Perfect Blue or DBZ? DBZ. Ah. Which universe would you rather live in? Would you rather be the main character in Perfect Blue or a minor character in DBZ? I'd rather be Yamcha. You'd want to be Yamcha? Dude, I wouldn't mind being Yamcha. Are you kidding me? He's the only one that took advantage of his powers and got money from it. You don't want to be... Do you remember how Perfect Blue ends? Yeah, she becomes a super successful actress and everything. Yep, and she looks in the mirror and goes, I know I'm real. Don't you want that feeling to know that you're actually real? (laughs) That was the cheesiest anime ending ever. I know I'm real. But the whole movie is her not knowing if she's real or not, so it makes sense. The ending's nuts, too. Like, like you don't know if she's alive or anything. Why did she save her? Because she's a good person. I know, but that bitch stabbed you (laughs) and chased you and made you... You gotta remember, she had the emotional attachment to her from the beginning. She fucking threw herself off a building to avoid this woman. Why would you save her? She's a good person. Dude, how many... Do you ever go on YouTube and type in, like, amazing Japanese animation just to see, like, clips of really good anime? No. Okay, well, you should do that sometime, because you'll see fucking crazy shit. I remember I did that, and this is how I discovered Perfect Blue. That scene where um, Rumi's running, and, like, the sweat's coming off her face, and she's all fat and gross, and she has the thing above her face, and it's just, like, a three-second, like, clip, you know? I saw that, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Because that animation was perfect. Yeah, the only reason I watch this is because I get a weird recommendation of, like, top 10 adult animated movies and i'm like yeah and you know i've talked i talk about this movie a lot so you probably saw it and went oh my best friend and mentor (laughs) chris likes this movie he pays my rent and he's donated a lot of money to my kid i pay your rent come on (laughs) my mortgage i pay your more no you rent you don't mortgage (laughs) so what do you think of the ending though where she's like in the psychiatric wards 
Do you think? I think that's fucking depressing as shit. Still in the mind, like I feel like that's fine for her. No, because remember what the doctor says. Sometimes the roomy personality comes through. How do you think the roomy personality feels like just randomly waking up in a mental institute? Like that's hell on earth. And everyone's like, listen, you're insane. You tried to kill someone and you don't know you did it or remember doing it or anything. Don't you feel somebody you cared about so much? Like the scene when she was getting raped, you just see Rumi in the corner crying and everything. Oh, she gets up and walks away. Yeah, and you could take that two ways. You could see that as like her being like Mimi's like innocence is gone. And that was what made her snap and start killing people. Yeah. Was that scene. Because the... It's like, um, like there was like K-pop artists aren't allowed to have boyfriends because the idea of them being non-virtuous is so offensive to the, the, the market that like, if a chick is like, like if Miley Cyrus tried to be a K-pop artist, she would get nowhere because she's a huge fucking slut. But in America, we love that shit. But over on like the Eastern countries, they fucking hate it. So like yeah. the idea that she goes from being like, like, do you remember what the song was about? It was like, why do you avert your gaze from the winged angel in front of you? She loves you. She's your best friend. The magnetism between us is too much, you know, like it's all like gay fucking lovey dovey bullshit that a fucking, did you see the crowd? It was like 30 adult men like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like, Dude, who goes to a J-pop concert to start shit? <laughs> Fuck those kids. Oh, well, they got murdered, so... Yeah, they did. Did they get... No, they just got beat up. He didn't kill them? No. No, because the crowd chased him off. I no, but there was a scene him. after that where he went after him. Did he? I don't remember yeah, he that. He found them and killed them. I don't think so. I don't know. Because the, the the creepy, like, you know, this guy, who's kind of looks like me, um, when, yeah, dude, my hair does the same thing his hair does. He's like 6'8", though, yeah. Well, actually, no, everyone's Japanese in that movie, so he's probably like 5'10". Um, I was 5'10". Yeah, that guy didn't decide to murder people until he went after Mimi. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. Should have watched See, it more than once. Yeah, it's what you gotta do, Chad. When you want to talk about a movie, you gotta watch it a couple times. <laughs> anyway, overall, what'd you think about this movie? What would you grade it? 10 out of 10. I recommend it to everyone. I don't care if you're like, Ooh, dude, it's a cartoon, it's an anime. Fuck yourself, dude. It's actually a really, 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 really good movie with fucking awesome characters, an amazing plot, the fucking sure some of the part the it's animated so like yeah i get it but if you can get over that hurdle this movie is one of the ones that you can forget it's animated that's what i mean that's what i was getting to if you can get over the hurdle of animation and like see it for the story that it is it's fucking awesome dragon ball z and you and like you those are all dumb as shit those are all dumb as shit but we like people's like view on what anime is what it could be there are so many animated movies out there that are more in depth more like well written well you could say acted than most live action movies well voice acting is still acting yeah it's fucking great 
it's a really good movie. Another movie I want to talk about is The Girl Left Through Time. It's, I want to uh, I want to talk about Paprika. I haven't seen it yet, so that's one yeah. on my list. Um, yeah, I recommend this. Anytime anyone's like, man, I want to watch a new anime, this is like my first. It's like this and Hajime no Ippo are like the only two animes I recommend to people. I think I would try to ease somebody in a little. Or maybe this is like throwing them in the deep end of what animated movies could be. The, the the most like 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 I was saying earlier like the most like culture shock for this is the idol culture and jumping straight to pornography like yeah. those are two things that Americans would be like I don't fucking get this yeah I don't know but I fucking love this movie it was a great you're I welcome yeah go fuck yourself YouTube recommended me not you <laughs> ten out of ten I I own this movie I love this movie. <laughs> let us know what you guys thought about this movie don't forget to like subscribe you won't though and you won't you'll just watch it like two seconds nobody watches this shit dude i don't know why we still do it (laughs) thanks for watching